Welcome to episode number 43 of Taking You to the Top. Today's guest is the founder and CEO of Scott Lease Consulting. Scott Lease Consulting was founded with a focus on companies scaling from zero to $25 million in annual recurring revenue. Scott works with both domestic and international companies on sales strategy, process, people, pitch, and more. He acts as a strategic advisor to companies looking to scale operations, providing sales training to leadership and salespeople alike. Join Rami in welcoming him to the show. If you have any questions for our guest today, please leave them in the comment section below. Also, if you'd like to get more data on any of our guests, please download the Taking You to the Top app from our website. That being said, we hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome to another episode of Taking You to the Top. In this podcast, Rami spends time speaking with founders and CEOs from across the globe and asks them specific questions to learn exactly how they built and launched their businesses. So sit back, relax, and get ready to learn. Are you ready to take it to the top? All right, uh, Scott, thank you for joining me today. It's episode 43 of Taking You to the Top. I'm excited to be here, man. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Uh, so, Scott, to, to get us started, if you could introduce yourself and maybe take us back from the beginning, you know, tell us where you're from, where, you're, where the journey started that led you to founding your company. Yeah, so uh, I'm Scott Lease. I've been building and scaling sales teams uh, in the startup world for almost 20 years now. Um, spent the first half of my career in the San Francisco Bay Area and have been in Austin, Texas for the last nine years. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> you know, my, my niche and, and sweet spot has been helping companies go from zero to 20 million ARR. So I, I really like that early stage. Um, you know, I'm still trying to nail the messaging and the process and building, building everything from scratch and, you know, kind of keeping the lights on, if you will. So um, I've done that six times as an operator and over the years, uh, you know, started to kind of slowly pick up some consulting and advisory clients and, uh, you know, built a, a company, um, Scott Lee's Consulting, to, to handle that part of my, my business. Then I started another company called Surf and Sales, which is a sales and leadership summit that also spawned out the Surf and Sales podcast that I host. Right. Um, I wrote a book a couple years ago called Addicted to the Process about how I got into sales and my philosophy on selling. And, you know, last October, I kind of cut the cord from my, uh, my, my role as a senior vice president of sales at a tech startup and um, decided to go all in on my, my own businesses. So this is actually my 12th month in, in business entirely for myself. So a bit of a milestone, uh, milestone month for me here. Perfect. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Um, I wanted to ask, when you, when you do that transition from, let's say, I, I want to say nine to five, but maybe not, I'm not sure in the startup world if it is nine to five, um, to your own company, 
what was the deciding factor? Was it financial or did you need something specific to happen? Did you have like a goal set that you had to reach before switching? You know, I, um, <clears throat> I tend to be like a little bit of a chicken, to be honest with you. Like I, I was getting told to go on my own and, and, and start my own stuff, um, you know, for years and I couldn't quite pull the trigger, you know? Um, okay. and so in my head, I convinced myself that what I would do would be if I can build my side hustle income, if you will, mm -hmm. up to a point where it matches the income that I'm earning while being a senior vice president of sales, okay. then I'll feel comfortable pulling the trigger and, uh, and going out on my own. And so, you know, I, I finally got to that place um, and felt confident that, you know, the well, worst thing that can happen here is I don't do as good as I hope and uh, I have to go back and get a VP of sales job someday. No big right. deal, right? So like the, I de-risked it quite a bit, I felt. Okay. Um, and was and there so, some sort of a formula saying uh, I had to match my previous salary over a couple of months? To feel very comfortable as opposed to just like a one-off thing yeah yeah it was yeah. like is this consistent right so you know i got to a place where i'm making you know good good mid six-figure kind of money as, a, as an operator running sales orgs um and i have all these other things whether it's the, the book income from the book income from my consulting and advisory business or surfing sales or revenue from the surfing sales podcast, all of these things that I've got my hand in. I have some real estate investments and whatnot. So as all of those things caught up, I'm like, okay, well, I did it once for like month two, month three. Okay, like this feels real stable now. <clears throat> right. um, like I said, I'm, I'm not, I'm a little bit risk adverse, right? Okay. So um, I, I, for me, it was about, de-risking going solo kind of as much as I, as much as I could. Um, right. And it turns out that I was, you know, worried for no apparent good reason because <laughs> I've had, I've had a really good, you know, first year I've done way better than I expected. I've done better financially than I ever have in my life being on my own. And I've got more, you know, more freedom and flexibility and, um, you know, better kind of work-life balance and all that, that stuff that comes along with it. Awesome. Well, um, if you don't mind, could we get into your consulting business a bit to understand who your clients are and how you help them directly? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I basically work with startups who have okay. anywhere between zero and, and 20 million uh, mm -hmm. in revenue, tech startups primarily. Um, but don't really have like a good, a good sales playbook uh, and, and don't necessarily have the right messaging in place or, or the right processes or even the right people. Uh, I've managed to grow my, my network, you know, has become really huge. So I'm able to bundle in like executive recruiting as well as frontline recruiting services into my consulting business. Okay. So, you know, people kind of, run into me when they've got, you know, a good product, but not total product market fit and no idea how to sell it or, or scale and grow the, the sales side of the business. 
And, you know, they, they bring me in to help build all these things out and create a good foundation for them. And, and once that foundation is in, they're often like, hey, we need a, a full-time VP of sales now. Can you help us find somebody? And then, you know, I just put the word out there and boom, I've got, you know, a dozen, two dozen candidates that I can put in front of my clients uh, really quickly. And, you know, then I, we, we hire somebody, I kind of help onboard them get them going with the sales motion that, that we've created. And then we, you know, bring in some, some reps. And so, you know, I, I just act as a resource uh, and a guide, if you will, because I've started so many of these things up, you know, six times as an operator, I don't even know how many dozen as a advisor over the years now. Um, you know, I, I feel like I've got a good grip on, on this particular stage. And so that, that's what I'm here to, to help people do. Perfect. And are, are you primarily based in the U.S. or do you work with companies around the world? It's, it's certainly primarily U.S., but uh, I've had a client in Germany. I've had multiple clients in Canada. Uh, I've got two clients right now in Australia. I recently had one in New Zealand. Um, so, you know, I've, I've, I've worked in different parts of the, of the world, but it, it, I am certainly primarily U.S. based. So, but you're still open to, you know, people approaching you from around the world? Oh, heck yeah. I, 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 I love it. One of, the, one of the things that I, that I love doing or I love about what I'm doing right now is, um, you know, as an operator, like I'm able to help only one company, right? Okay. Yeah. And, and, and as somebody who's running my own consulting business right now, like I can help like, you know, eight to 12 companies at once. And I feel like this keeps me sharp, right? Because I, I learn about different products, different sales strategies, totally different messaging and in different industries, right? Cultural differences in selling and, and, and leadership. So I feel like it just keeps my skills really sharp, right? So I agree. Yeah. I, I, I love that, uh, that aspect of it, you know? Um, it's very, very different from what I have done you know, for the 16 years prior to, to being in business and working for, uh, working for others. So, um, yeah, certainly I'm work I just actually started working with somebody from Chile, uh, oh, okay. last, last week. So there's, there's a, there's a new one. So, Perfect. And, yeah. and how, how is the, how's the revenue model look like? My revenue model? Um, is it like a retainer sort of uh, thing or? Do you yeah, join you know, part of the company? Yeah, so, you know, I, I do minimum kind of six-month agreements. Okay. So it's less project-based and more, uh, you know, kind of long-term. Um, I, I almost always take some amount of equity in the companies that I'm, uh, that I'm working with and advising. Sure. Um, and then it's retainer based as well. So one of the things that I, again, if you think back to what I said earlier, where I'm, I'm a little bit of a chicken and a little bit risk adverse, like one of the things that I tried to do is turn myself into a SaaS company. So I tried to make myself MRR, right? Right. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to be, I didn't want to be in a position where, you know, the first of every month I'm starting at zero again, like, like we do as sales executives, right? Exactly. I didn't want to do that. So, you know, if I can sign 
you know, client here, a client there, and they're six month agreements. Like I know heading into October, I have X number of clients already signed and my income level will be, you know, worst case scenario at this particular marker right now. Right. Um, so I've, I've, you know, I've talked to a lot of people, you know, in and around the sales consulting and, and training worlds and whatnot. And, uh, I don't know very many people who, who focus on the, the type of work and the type of clients and, and have the, their kind of revenue models set up the way that, that, uh, that I do. And I, and I, and I think that the, that's been helpful for me, right? Because I, I may be filling a, a gap in the market that, uh, you know, it's, I'm well positioned for, I guess. No, I mean, it makes perfect sense. I mean, not knowing what next month looks like is a bit worrying, like you mentioned, and having it sort of like a SaaS model uh, just helps you. You can plan all sorts of things in advance. So it sure right. makes sense. Um, I don't know if it would be right to ask if you raised capital or, or not, because it's sort of like a oh, service-based. Yeah, no, I, did, I did, not, did not raise any capital whatsoever. Um, so fully, and I also bootstrap. Yeah, and but I also didn't start, you know, with zero, right? Because I was doing some of this on the side for years while I was a, a VP of sales, you know. Okay. So when I made the the decision to kind of cut the cord from my W two job, um, I already had a couple clients that I was working with, right? Sure, but <laughs> uh, if if let's say you had to launch it today from scratch, would you need to actually raise capital or would your clients be the ones covering any beginning expenses? My clients would be the ones covering the expenses. Yeah. Perfect. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't raise capital to, to build a, uh, a consulting and and services kind of business like I'm doing now. I have been, I have been offered, um, some capital recently to, to try to grow it and expand it. Um, I also, I also had, you know, a, a loose acquisition offer, if you will. Oh, wow. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm just kind of rounding out my first year here. And, you know, when I got started with this, I said, let me, let me look at how I've done in the first year, see if I like it. I didn't even know if I'd like it. You know what I mean? Right. Like <laughs> working from home was going to be weird. It was the first time I'd ever done that. Obviously we're all doing that now, but you know, back when I started, there, there was no COVID situation yet. Right. Um, I certainly have moments where I miss being a part of a team. Um, yeah. you know, and when you're building a company, um, and a product, like you, it, it's fun sometimes because you feel like you're, you're a part of something bigger than just yourself. And I don't have that feeling running my own consulting firm. Um, so those are some of the, you know, minor negatives or, or things that I just, I've thought about and, and questioned, you know, how I feel about them. Um, and, you know, I, I am enjoying myself quite a bit though. So the, the, the pros massively outweigh the, uh, the cons, but you know, you, I don't right. think you ever stop assessing these things, um, you know, sure. and see how happy you are and how successful you're, you're, you're being. Exactly. Uh, just out of curiosity, how, how would one acquire, 
a consulting company that is literally your name. <laughs> I, I know they could change the name, but it is you, right? Yeah. Well, I, I, without going into too much detail, like, you know, you're basically just bringing your book of business over and, and you're, okay, bringing, yeah. you're bringing your relationships and your network and your, uh, and your brand, right? Um, right. And, you, and you serve a particular part of the market that uh, the acquiring organization does not serve. Um, right. Okay. So that, that's kind of the, that's kind of the idea of it. Yeah. Okay. And uh, what, what does your team size look like today? It's just me, man. I, I don't have a team. Oh, wow. That's perfect. Good for you. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's only me. Uh, I don't even have a virtual assistant or anything. So, okay. so excessively lean. Yeah. Excessively <laughs> lean. Yeah. Some might say stupidly lean, you know, my, my, well, my friend, some of my friends give me shit all the time. Like, what are you doing? How have you not hired somebody to do this and that for you already? And, you know, um, I mean, are, is there any aspects of the business that you can sort of automate to sort of help you out with certain things? Um, do, you, do you actually do any automation? I'm trying to think. I really don't do much automation. I mean, I'm, I'm blessed and fortunate in that I don't do any prospecting, have never had to. Um, everything is just inbound and, and through referrals and, and whatnot. Um, okay. So I'm not automating any of that stuff. N none of the fulfillment, if you will, is, sure. is automated. Um, you know, I mean, I don't even have uh, invoices automated. I mean, there's plenty of things that I, I can and should, should automate, automate and improve upon in, uh, in my business. But, you know, right now, I'm just doing, I'm just doing everything my, myself right now. And, and well, along the way if i could give you a suggestion with regards to invoicing specifically there's Please a really do. really cool app called wave apps i don't know oh. this one yeah waveapps.com i'm actually using it but it's obviously best in the us because you can link it with your bank account but i'm using it over here just to do the pure automated invoicing and it does follow-ups and it does everything for you so well, you I'll might have, want to check I'll that out. Yeah, I'll have to have you send that uh, send sure. that over to me so I, can, so I can check it out, man. No problem. All right, um, Scott, this next section is just to get an idea when you're running a company, you know, your day-to-day -day operational work, let's say. Um, is there something that's been sort of sitting around bothering you for over a week it's like they're on your desk and you're like oh i don't want to get to that you know like a problem that consistently you wish somebody could solve that for you <laughs> my yeah uh my biggest problem that i complain about all the time is the is a lot of just the functionality of linkedin and okay. uh you know, this is a platform that I'm on all the time. It's responsible for tons of, of business for me. Um, I've got a lot of, a lot of followers on there, but like I'm limited in terms of how many connections I can have. They, they max you out at 30,000. I've been maxed right. out for, for years at 30,000. Um, the, 
inbox in terms of direct messages on LinkedIn is really, really difficult to manage. Sure. Uh, yeah. And so, you know, I, I always am finding myself like struggling, trying to think of what are the things I can do to grow my network more, you know, while I'm kind of limited on this particular, uh, this particular platform. Um, so that's one of the things that I, that I think about all the time. Anything else specifically? Nothing really jumps off the page. You know, I'm, I'm not one of those, I'm not a procrastinator, right? So sure. like if I have some, if I have some nasty project on my desk, like I'm the type of person that is going to do it as fast as possible. Like, cause I just, I can't think about it. I don't want to stress about it. It's like, right. I, I got to cross it off my to-do list, if you will. You know, sure, sure. Well, if anyone listening uh, has a solution to Scott's LinkedIn problem, leave it in the comments. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Scott, if you don't mind, we'll wrap up with the famous five. Let's do it. All right. Um, number one, what's your favorite business book? Favorite business book? Um, Founders at Work. It's a series of uh, short essays by like, I don't know, two or three dozen CEOs, what they went through when they were building their, uh, their companies. Oh, that sounds cool. Um, okay. Uh, number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? No, uh, there's not one in particular that I, I study. There's, there's a few that I kind of know and am friendly with, um, and respect a great deal. Um, no, I'm a big fan of, of yeah, I'm a big fan of uh, Kyle Porter from from Sales Loft, David Cancel from uh, Drift, Amit from Gong, right. um, Nick Meta. I'm a huge fan of from Gainsight. The, the, these type of folks, right? Okay. Um, number three, what's your favorite online tool for growing your business? LinkedIn. LinkedIn. The same, the same one I'm, uh, the same one I'm, the same one I'm complaining have a about. Problem is with. One. Yeah. Right. All right. Um, number four, if you could give your 20 year old self a piece of advice, what would it be? Oh man, get started sooner. Um, you know, I just, uh, I did not have the business kind of mindset at all when I was 20 years old. You know, I, was, I was in school, at college. Um, I played two sports in college, tennis and soccer. And you know, all I, all I cared about was uh, going to practice in my games and you know, somehow getting, uh, getting good enough grades to graduate and whatnot. And in looking back on it, you know, this was like the mid to late 1990s and I was in the San Francisco Bay Area Right. And I had no idea there was a big dot-com boom happening. So I look back on it and I'm like, what an idiot I was. <laughs> <laughs> I, missed, I missed the boat big time. Right. Okay. Um, and the final question is, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Well, that's a tricky question for, for me <laughs> because uh, I have... You know, I've had a lot of medical problems in my, uh, in my life and, and spent four years in the hospital in my early 20s and, and whatnot. And uh, okay. I have an inability to sleep for more than about three hours straight. Uh, my body, you know, physically 
wakes me up. It's just a way that I'm wired after a certain number of surgeries and, and everything that I've had. So I'm like a serial cat napper. Um, but okay. I typically would say I get around six to seven hours a night. All right. Got it. Well, Scott, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been an absolute pleasure to learn how you're running your business and how you're helping people out with the work that you do. And I really hope that in a year's time, maybe I could have a follow-up call to see where the consultancy has grown. Well, that would be fun. I like that idea. Absolutely. Love to do that. Thanks for having me on the show. My pleasure. Thanks, Scott. Thanks for watching today's episode. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on any of the available podcast platforms so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. If you have an extra minute, leaving a review would help us grow.